Welcome to Seth's Alkahest. Today, we're going to be talking about mud flood theory and a few other theories. Um, but I have with me my guest, Danny. He has uh, several um, uh, channels that are doing really well, and it's called uh, Question Antiquity. Um, so, Danny, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell me, like, you know, how, you, how did you get into this? How did what, what started it? Well, I've always been into like archaeology and stuff and like philosophy because I went to college for philosophy and uh, psychology. But um, I've always, always been into it. I mean, I've always been an Indiana Jones kid. Like, you know, I loved all that stuff. But um, not until maybe like 2015 that I really get like into it enough to make my own channel. And um, I thought maybe I could bring my own little flavor of it to like the to like the internet because a lot of people just repost a lot of the same stuff and over and over again instead of looking for themselves a little deeper than usual it's changed now but back then it was just always the same like alien conspiracy stuff and whatnot yeah yeah but yeah mud flood started banging around then too as well yeah but yeah um, mud flood caught my eye because a you know i'm one of those that feels like he knows all all the main conspiracy theories out there then this mud flood started popping up and i'm like and it was very hard what i like about your channel is it's there's so many kind of splintered information about it it's hard to like search but you're kind of like piling it all in on on one hub so people can go check that out and other stuff absolutely i like i try to keep it like um more diverse because a lot of people stick to like one thing and maybe that's my downfall maybe that could be like why i'm doing well or why i'm not because a lot of people differentiate in what they believe so i get a lot of stuff like a lot of trouble for like the flatter stuff like say on facebook but uh, on instagram they like love it and it's like a totally interesting platform completely like what what matters but i'm still going to post what i feel i don't post my opinions i don't post what i believe in i post theories or things that I find interesting that could be true that would create a conversation, you know? Yeah. So that's basically what it's for, regardless if it's just, if it's like a negative or a positive response, just yeah. to get thinking or seeing things that they don't normally learn about. Yeah. Basically, that's yeah. the... <laughs> that, that's awesome. Um, I mean, that that's the thing. That, what I like about it is it's just like, here's a drop. Like that one video, the one of the more recent ones you put on TikTok, um the one where they're going down the hole there's like a clear sedimentary layer and like beautiful stonework that's clearly super old that's what's so interesting is that there are all these sites all around the world where there's just like kind of unexplained architecture below a certain layer but they all kind of share the same characteristics yeah absolutely well it's it's well known that just like well to go on like one side that catholic churches in like that because they're everywhere yeah or churches in general, but they, they're known to build over previous, um, like, uh, religious areas, like pagan churches. They're like known to build over that. Like the, the church of St. Dominic and uh, I forget where it is. That's built directly on like a main pagan, like burial site. And they had, yeah. they even took artifacts from it and claimed that it was theirs. So like, but just in, in that, but like, yeah, across the world, really, there's no matter what, it was always known to build over your enemies. So yeah. they would just build everything over that. So no matter what, no matter where you go, at least a couple layers down, you're going to find a uh, civilization or like some sort of piece of a civilization, you know? Yeah. I, the, they did a lot of that when the conquistadors came in through South America, like all they, they knew to like 
uh, take over their religious monuments and build their their church uh, uh, building on top of those mounds. And it kind of, you know, it made them fall in line with whatever they, well, they wanted. They were um, more of like an, an energy center. Yeah, if you, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like you when you say energy centers, you talking like kind of ley line type stuff. Yeah, ley, the dragon ley lines, no matter like the because they're like the strongest ones. And um, I forget exactly who talks about them the most, but um, yeah, the dragon ley lines are extremely important. And they do have as like scientifically proven that there is a certain energy that flows through that type of line. Yeah. And most, including the pyramids of Giza and like Chichen Itza and all of them, are built on the dragon line uh. of energy. So, That's so cool. That <laughs> I mean, um, I also heard uh, specifically through your TikTok. I I knew about Coral Castle and all that stuff, but I yeah. didn't know that it was uh it was supposedly built on one of those kind of vortexes. It is built. It actually is built on a on a, a layer. Really? Yeah. And that guy, um, there was a lot of rumors about him being able to manipulate the stone with acoustic, um, like vibration and like sound. Yeah which is what they're starting to think is what they did in Egypt back in time to build yeah. the pyramid, which it's like scientific, like you could see it. It's, it's visibly proven. Like you could see people doing it at all times that even if you put something over a subwoofer, it'll levitate it. It'll stay yeah. there. It's on the, the right frequency. Yeah. There is yeah. a, uh, there's a movie called possessor. Have you seen it? It's, I, I uh... saw that last night, but I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm not giving any spoilers, but there is a scene where they actually use uh, acoustic. Uh, they they don't show it in the movie. This is just like a behind the scenes thing in the special features. But they mm. built a machine, uh, a frequency machine, to have something levitate in the film. Yeah. Uh, and and they actually built it and it and did it. And you can buy those like desktop things where things like kind of. But Absolutely. yeah, that's always interesting. And I know that the coral guy, I forget his name too, but he, um, he, say that one more time. Edward Lead Scoutskin. Okay. There is a one known picture that I know of, of him with a tripod and a black box on it. Top of it, yeah. Which, yeah. Which would be the, the, probably the acoustic manipulator mm -hmm. that would yeah. create a, field below, a toroidal field below it that would be able to lift the stone because stones are extremely depending on what stone, but some of them are extremely magnetic. Some of them have like almost the perfect makeup mm -hmm. to, be, to be used in that way. Like the ones in, in uh, Giza. There was um, lately I've been listening to some of uh, some videos based on uh, what's his name? Uh, Tesla's journals and uh, everything, every object has its resonant frequency. Oh, of course. And, uh, he um he was he in his journal logs he was there was like a really major earthquake at one of his labs the the building nearby and at yeah. the time he didn't tell anybody what but he logged it in his journal it they was, were they found the building's frequency yeah it was yeah it, yeah it was because he uh during his tesla tower he uh he had reached that frequency and yeah i remember hearing about that exactly you're right yeah, and and like the fire department came, it was like all hands on deck because it's like oh, this yeah. is a crazy earthquake. And exactly. he told he told his uh, lab guys, don't don't say don't anything say to the <laughs> keep it quiet, absolutely, because they would have shut him yeah. down quick. They were already on top of him pretty much at that point anyway. Even though yeah, he was, he was originally funded by Gerald Ford in the beginning, 
because he wanted to. Gerald Ford originally seemed to be wanting to go in the right direction because Ford was actually, he actually made a car completely made out of hemp. He, uh, I believe he funded the water powered car, the first one. And um, people, what people don't know about cars is they've, they've been around for quite some time. Like the mm -hmm. first electric car that could go probably at least, I don't want to say like maybe at least a hundred miles on a single charge. And that was in 1830. And it was a New York taxi company that made them. Wow. I forget exactly what the company's name was, but uh, yeah, like they, they've been around. It was kind of more like a trolley, but it was electric powered. Yeah. But like the first car, you know, it's going to be looking like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I, like or anything. Yeah. Um, I, I have a funny story about uh, Henry Ford. Uh, my great grandfather, uh, the, my family's or my dad's side of the family's from the Michigan area. Yeah. And um, he, uh, my great grandfather knew Ford and Ford approached him about the assembly line idea and uh, my great grandfather was like, what is the no, he wanted to like he wanted investors. He was like going to people to like help get funding yeah. for it. And yeah. uh, my great grandfather like backed out. He was like, that's ridiculous. No, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. So the family joke is like we uh, things would be so much more financially different if he had been like, yeah, let's go have these yeah. on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally different right now. You could be like a. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, American Lord. Lord of Center over here. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the there's so many stories. Uh, uh, but yeah, that, and that, that era of time, there was all kinds of stuff. Like Tesla was making uh, a remote-controlled boats, like little tiny models of it. Dude was like... Stuff that he was doing. The what? That's not even the craziest thing he was doing. Like the craziest thing I think he did publicly... And it's mm -hmm. known, even in like the, it's because of the World's Fair, that's a whole different ball game in itself. Yeah. But he was actually the person who powered two of the World's Fairs that I know of. I didn't look too far into the other ones, but he powered them. And the way he powered them is, you're not going to believe it, like, but he sent, you know how he had the the tower in, in uh, Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He, had the tower. he sent the, the, the electricity through the air, like, not like it, it was like fucking electrical wiring going all the way to... Uh, Chicago, but he uh, he also did the St. Louis, the the Louisiana Purchase uh, Exposition is where he sent the electricity from the Tesla Tower all the way to there and lit everything up through, like basically free energy sent through the aether in the air, if you want to believe <laughs> aether. Yeah, but it is. I mean, there's it's literally in the newspapers from that time that he sent the power from Buffalo, New York, all the way to over there crazy yeah no there's 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 uh legitimate like researchers that are talking more about the concept of the ether and and um and and the only proof we have is like we can manipulate things and utilize that concept whatever it is yeah. uh and and have results uh and i i would definitely agree the reason a lot of these things haven't taken off is probably uh uh economic controls that of, oh, of corporate entities it, that you know yeah companies aren't going to let that happen because we've yeah. had plenty of opportunities to make even better electric versions than we have now but this is what they allow basically on mm -hmm. a because if they made something so much better than the gas engine it would be obsolete and then they, those guys would be out of business not all the way out of business but that would be pretty uh it would hurt them yeah it, um, yeah even though it's yeah. the same people 
I had a I had a I had a science teacher in high school. My my he was like my favorite teacher, and he was telling me um about the what mine was as well. My science teacher. Yeah, just... yeah. Uh, he was tell he was telling us about um the guy that uh supposedly made the water running engine, and he he had a meeting with investors or somebody in Cracker Barrel, and then ran out dying, <laughs> saying they poisoned me. And uh, and I think you had that in one of your clips. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. And and um, he also had a friend in uh, some kind of military thing, and he was saying like, look, if if anything ever happened, we're good. Like the U.S. is good based on like what we would call the deep, uh, you know, in um, what is it called the the industrial? What, the industrial. What is that? Yeah, the complex. There you go. Uh, and he was saying that, uh, like, he was alluding, my science teacher, he, I don't know if he said that the guy said this, but he, he yep. was alluding to that we had, like, uh, ways of manipulating gravity for crafts. Oh, yeah. Well, if you believe in gravity in the first place, there's a lot of people that, like, follow me that don't even think it's a real thing, which, who knows? I'm, I'm not a scientist to tell you either way. But, um, I mean, in, in academic science, it's absolutely a belief that there are things that can bend gravity and be able to use the anti-gravity as, as um, a flight, a way to fly. And like okay. they that right now, because it, there's a such thing called a mercury vortex engine, and it doesn't need anything to power itself. It's completely like basically a free energy machine. But um, we're not really, we don't really have access to mercury like that, the, like the layman person. But like in a scientific setting, they, they make these ships all the time where they use mercury vortex engines. It's actually the way they used to do it back in the day. If, if you ever heard of a Vimana, like uh, the Indian. The Indian, yeah. The Indian ships. ships that look like statues, the ones mm -hmm. that are just there right now. They say that those buildings are actually old Vimanas. But yeah, that's what they used to use back in the day because I forget which, ex uh, the Temple of the Moon, I believe, they found a pool of mercury under that temple so who knows what they were using that mercury for and they they tend to say that those areas were used i don't know what's going on with this light no worry about it i can see you to, uh for spacecrafts to leave like um for like a landing spot so who knows if that was like a refueling station or anything like that yeah for that type of yeah. thing a lot of people I, say I've... mercury was is like a very good fueling agent I've heard that temples have uh, been uncovered that had a, an enormous amount of mercury for some reason around them. Yeah. Um, I heard some of that, like, a, I think I heard a, um, a, a temple in Mexico uh, and then a few other places. Oh, in China, uh, yeah. which I'm interested in those Chinese pyramids that they planted trees all over so we can't see them. Oh, yeah. The Amazon forest, all like uh, pretty much everything in the Amazon forest is man-made. Because everything yeah. got everything got like decimated after the conquistadors came and and annihilated them with SARS and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I saw some of those those scans. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's covered in like paths and buildings and all kinds of uh, just you know civilization under that that yep. brush. And the seven year old kids, the one who found them in a science yeah. book. It's That's crazy, insane. Just and, like the. Uh, just Young girl who found out that all the presidents are related, except for one, through really? um, through an English king. I forget exactly what the English king's name was, but all of our presidents are related through this one English king. 
besides was it was it gerald ford that wasn't uh i'm not sure was gerald ford even a president but, yeah, but, he he was uh, he he it was when Nixon and Agnew, and I forget which one it's when they resigned and he was Speaker of the House. Oh, I'm thinking of fucking the other the other Ford. Oh, <laughs> the car Ford. But oh, no. uh, yeah, go on. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I just these these podcasts I do are basically just a fun conversation. I don't really have any any rules. So if you have an idea, just pop in and rant about it. Gotcha. But um, the one thing that I'm curious about specifically, and I can't get a straight answer on all the channels, like one guy, there's a guy named Paul Cook that does mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, some of this. And then there was another channel, I forget the name of it. But um, what I'm interested in is the inheritors thing, because they have those old photos of North American cities that are built up, they have electricity, they have all this crazy stuff. With people at a place. Yeah. And and in most of the photos, there's nobody there. And then all of a sudden, there's like these confused people um, like there. And they don't look like, you know. So I want to hear like just the inheritors, that North, the North American kind of thing, and what you know about it. Well, I don't know. I can't give you like a definitive answer, but I can tell you what I think. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of orphan trains? A little bit, yes. Okay, because that was going on at the exact same time, along with the Ellis Island stuff and all of that. Um, the inherited thing, I guess you could say, like, it goes hand in hand with the Tartarian theory. But this is the main thing I've gotten out of what I've learned and compiled that could have happened. Is that there was a cataclysm, obviously, that wiped out everyone, the mud flood, obviously, which is actually a real thing. It's the liquid, the liquefaction of sediment. So mud can turn into a liquid for a term caused by a, a massive earthquake. So it's not like it's a fake thing. There's also a video on YouTube called um, the Sierra Madre mud flood, where you can actually see a mud flood wiping out a city. So, yeah, but beyond that, like, yeah, um, it's basically that this incontinent was wiped out. All our people were either moved or, like, just removed from the world. And people from across the world were brought here as like a migratory thing. So like when, you know how like Ellis Island, all the migrate, migrants were coming through there. But at that point, they were doing that to um, while they were making the social security and all that stuff. So they can make money off the person without them knowing. But um, yeah, I went off a little bit there. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not too well versed in knowing exactly what happened, but I believe that something happened and the people that were here were decimated, whether it be the Moors, the Tartarians, the Mexicans or the American Indians, okay. not entirely, because a lot of those world fairs, they had a lot of statues that were representing American Indian and African people. So, until they destroyed them, you cannot easily see them. Like in the Chicago World Fair, you can see that the seemingly that the indigenous people were the ones who built these massive structures that you would see in the World Fair. So let's like I guess you could say that the the original peoples were removed. And they brought in people who would never know what they're looking at and just be happy to be living in this nice area and uh, these beautiful buildings and such. Because you'll notice it looks like they came off a train and were given a set of clothes because everyone looks like they're wearing the same exact thing. Like if you pay attention to the hats on the men and like the clothes that the men wear specifically or women, it's always the same exact thing. Even the kids, they all look exactly the same. Like they were just given like a, a ration box. You know what I mean? Yeah. I believe that people were just moved over 
and whoever was here was just eliminated from the situation so that no one would ask questions in that situation. Yeah. And that, so that gets into like the robber barons. Yeah. So the people that wanted the control to have the top down control. Yeah. uh, Brought them in and and held all that knowledge from them. Essentially. Essentially. Yes. Cause Rockefeller was basically the man at that time. And he's actually, he, he got his hands into, you can actually learn all this from a documentary called, um, JFK to 9-11, A Rich Man's Trick. Everything that I'm about to say right now is in that documentary. But um, yeah, basically John Rockefeller had his hands in everything from the gas to alcohol. He, he was on a creative prohibition. Like he made that happen because ethanol was um, a big competitor of his gasoline because alcohol could be used to, um, to power cars. So when that uh, that happened, they weren't allowed to make alcohol unless the um, gasoline was involved with it. So that's why it was illegal. So they couldn't sell it because and he didn't want anybody making anything off of just the ethanol. He wanted to, everything to have to do with the gas so he didn't lose money. So he made it illegal and that you had to have the gas involved with it. So hence, I, I can't explain this like shit right now. No, but, no that's great. I, I understand what you're saying. But uh, yeah. And when it comes to like the education system, it would be a lot easier to educate people who know nothing compared to re-educating people who are definitely going to defy you and say, no, that's not true. And uh, blah, blah, blah. you would rather try to teach these people who are like, oh, man, I'm in a new country, kind of like they do now. Like they're bringing people over here, making it seem like it's the best place in the world, in America specifically. But it's actually a nightmare. Most of them go back. But um, in that situation, it was just like, yeah, you're getting a place to live. It's fucking gorgeous. And um, nobody's going to ask questions in that situation, especially if something horrible was going on, let's say, wherever they were in the Middle East at that time. Um, nobody's going to ask questions. You're going to learn whatever they want you to learn. But Rockefeller was quoted as saying, I want them to learn just enough to be able to work. I don't want them to be able to, be able to think for themselves. He's quoted that is, as... That is brutal. <laughs> but yeah, he said he was like, he gave all this funding to like all the colleges and schools. He was like, but here's the, here's the thing. I want to give you a couple of my guys and they want to, they want to help you like shape the education and like how it works, like the curriculums. And like, he had his guys overlook it. And like, he basically just made it. Cause you ever seen a ninth grade notebook, like a ninth grade school book. Like it's, it's pointless. Like we shouldn't be learning shit like that. We should be learning about like taxes and this and that and the other thing, not about like, some fake story that they put in a school book because you know that everything in those books is like it's half the stuff has already gotten changed since when i was in school yeah because but yeah they want us just smart enough in their realm of what they consider smart to be able to work and not to be able to think for themselves like oh this is this is not how it should be but yeah as for education that's that's basically just... I, I would agree. I would agree that it's way, way easier to ma- manipulate a population if they know just enough to survive and contribute to the economy. And, and, and then that's it. I mean, uh, I, I hated school. I couldn't stand it. Like, if, if I'm interested in something, I'll learn all about I, it. I, I was the yeah. same way. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was like, oh, man, math and, like, breaking apart a sentence and diagrams. It was like... I couldn't think of anything more boring than that. Um, oh, yeah. But, absolutely. I mean, the uh, 
I've, 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 I mean, th- th- it seems like this kind of stuff, just everything we've talked about so far, like touches on a whole lot of uh, different things. I mean, you're talking about the energy industry. You're talking about uh, controlling certain things people can produce because it cuts into profit margins of corporations. And I mean, the same thing happened with hemp right before hemp was illegal. They, I mean, there's old signs uh, that the military wanted you to grow hemp so you could contribute because they needed to make textiles for parachutes, this, that, and the other. And they were running low on resources. And in World War II, you were encouraged to. And then all of a sudden, that went away. And and you and part of the reason you have it, uh, uh, you have it competing with all of these other industries. So it seems like the same thing with alcohol falls right in line. I hadn't heard heard that. Um, I I knew there was like they were monkeying with. Yeah. Uh, prohibition, but I, the the weed prohibition was was uh, basically handled by him as well. Not yeah. like paper, but yeah, he he initiated that as well. Yeah, so, but he he's done a lot of stuff. I, I don't know if you ever heard about uh, his father, what his nickname was. No, nickname was Devil Bill, and he used to tr- he used to like basically beat mistrust into his children. Like he didn't want them to have a sliver of trust for anyone. He wanted them to be like the most ruthless businessman ever. And he got exactly what he wanted when he did that out of his son, especially John Rockefeller. Cause he was a billionaire then. His <laughs> so, father? No, him. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. A billionaire then. Can you imagine? Oil. Yeah. So he's been loaded for quite some time and like 90% of all the artifacts that are missing and like whatnot are in their private collection. Cause I don't know if you know, but like a lot of the, um, the American like uh, higher ups, like the rich people, the, the the barons, if you could say, like they were funding like the World World War Two and like all that Nazi stuff. Like they were directly funding Adolf Hitler because even Adolf Hitler is quoted as saying that he loves Henry Ford. He's the one who's made. He's the one who made them their tanks originally, and sent them over there. Like a lot of the funding for that war came from American socialites, and um, I believe it was. Prescott Bush, uh, like George W. Bush's great grandfather, who was one of those men. A lot like the Colgate family, a bunch of different families tried to do this. And they also tried to basically um, overthrow Hoover. I think it was Hoover. Don't don't quote me on that, but I think it was Hoover. They tried to overthrow him and put a guy named Smedley Butler in, who was a decorated um, admiral. But... um, there's actually a movie just made about this called Amsterdam with Margot. Yes, I I was about to mention that. <laughs> it literally tells it perfectly. The only thing that's different is they they change um, uh, Smedley Butler's name, who, who would be Robert De Niro in the movie, and uh, he gives the exact speech that you can find a video of right on YouTube. And I posted it not too long ago, actually, like what I'm saying right now. Okay. Like a lot of people don't want to look into things themselves. They just assume everything's a conspiracy theory. When this is all public knowledge, you can literally just look it up yourself. That Oh, I agree. 99% of wars are funded by us. Or not yep. us, but like the people who represent us. Yep. Or represent the 1%. Yeah, um, that is so... I, when you were talking about that, I, I, I was like... This sounds just like Amsterdam. But yeah, when I when I got to the end of that movie, I didn't realize... That like I went into the movie because I'm like, oh, it's Christian Bale and you know Margot Robbie and all that. And it I was, was like, yeah, this huh? either way. It was a dope movie either way. Yeah, yeah. And plus it was great to see Taylor Swift run over. But yeah. um <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But uh it was like 
I, at the end of it, I didn't realize how that it was completely based on looking it up. It's like, yeah. And um, well, I remember the early days of uh, America, like, well, around the turn of the century, there was um, uh, the, the Washington group that uh, had that was like the, the, the Nazis of North America. And oh, they yeah. had rallies up in New York and Washington's. It was basically a Nazi rally, but with uh, effigies of Washington everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. And there's old video footage of this. And um, but back then, it, yeah, I I knew that there were people that their money was going over to the Nazi party. But primarily, I knew that the Brits were very much involved. Like a lot of the royal family got mm -hmm. in trouble at various points, showing how they were involved in the Nazi party. Yeah. It's um, funny about the Windsor family. That's not their real name. They're actually a German-based family, and they changed their name to Windsor based on the castle. So, because when World War II happened, they didn't want people to know that they were involved with Nazis. Even the man that was supposed to be king and stepped down so Queen Elizabeth could be king, he only yeah. stepped down a Nazi supporter. And you could see him marching with them in videos in Germany with Adolf Hitler right next to him. And he's just right there walking with him in support with his wife right next to him, too, as well. So that's yeah. why... Um, and even uh, Prince Henry was seen wearing uh, Nazi attire during Halloween on several occasions. So it's not like they keep it a secret. But um, man, her name—I forget exactly what their name was—but it was extremely German. <laughs> um, Hufenhauser or something. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, the let's see. Um, when you go back, all right. So one of my questions: Let's see the all of the like the people that were kind of the top of North America, like you had, who is the guy that owned all those newspapers and everything? Um, it, uh, he lived in California and, and, uh, the movie, uh, Citizen Kane was based on him. Uh, he was, he was one of those like really wealthy socialites in the West coast. Then you had, um, uh, what's his name? Rockefeller. And then yeah. you had like J.P. Morgan and all of th that kind of class of guys. Yeah, and I'm not what his name was, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we know what we're talking about, like yeah. who, who we're talking about. But the then um, what I'm interested in is go. So I knew that the Bush family has been involved in all kinds of shenanigans from like the start. You got yeah. uh, Geronimo's skull and the Skull and Crossbones Society and uh, Papa Bush that was involved in that. Uh, and then you have uh, you yeah. have. Bush, who was yeah, at JFK shooting. Yep, yep. There. And all this D class stuff that that they they keep holding back names. It, I guarantee it's because there's people involved that they don't want that they're just going to oh, redact yeah. it to death. It was just on the news that um, uh, one of someone spoke to an insider and they're holding it out because the CIA is directly implicated in that mm -hmm. because they're a part of it, especially like especially in the planning phases of killing him because um he was there obviously and uh there's a lot of like like strange symbolism and a lot of the things he said after that but yeah. um continue. yeah no like his speech uh the the very word of secret societies was repug repugnant to a open and free society and it, like he had speeches like that and, and like he was trying to get us out of the vietnam war uh, he did not uh, green light the operation where they the generals brought him. This is what's so great. 
So during 9-11, you know, Bush gets up there and says, we never anticipated planes being used as missiles. But um, they they absolutely did. Back in the Cuban Missile Crisis, they had a plan on paper to um, remote control a airliner uh, somewhere in Florida or something and crash into something so that they could um, they could blame it on the Cubans and have a have the public rally to like invade them, essentially. And the same thing they did with Pearl Harbor. Now, they didn't cause it, but they knew it was going to happen. They, they, they were aware that this was a plan that the Japanese were, were going to do, and they let it happen. And that's what got public support for the Second World War uh, yeah. in terms of us going. Not even the first time that the World Trade Center was threatened by planes. Yeah. It was all threatened, I believe, in the, early, the, the middle of the 80s as yeah. well. Uh, what they said was, I believe, Iraqi terrorists. Yes. But yes, and then there was a there was a bombing in the base uh the, towards the base of it in the early 90s and mm-hmm. it was it was like the World Trade Center attack. But no one remembers that because the main one is what happened eventually. Yeah. Uh it's very strange. Um the the that World Trade Center 7 dropped. Yeah. No one knows that it happened, but it happened like what four literally at five o'clock at night. How many yeah, hours? they 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 have that audio oh. of of that got in their um, comms, the newscasters, yep. where you hear them say "pull it," and it falls like controlled demolition. And no, there wasn't. They say, "Oh, it was ambient fires from the initial impacts." It's like that that they, thing is like way across the street. Down, yeah, like they didn't <laughs> go anywhere near it. But it was probably thermite that they used. Yeah, like there there's these um there's these photos of these uh, Israeli art students. They claim that they were. In a, it was like the, maybe the 52nd floor and like the 90th floor where they were using these fuses called BB-18 fuses. And they could be used as a, reco- as a remote for a detonator. Like so you can and they filled the walls of this entire room with these BB-18 fuses. So and, and if you see in one of the videos, you could see a window blow out on its own. And I yeah. believe the floor that they were on originally. So they and like it, there's been several studies that. Jet fuel cannot burn steel, yeah. no matter. What. And at no heat will it, would it do that. And it would certainly not go straight down. Mm-hmm. So it's probably you thermite all over the the um, the beams that are uh, structural. Yeah, but I remember there, during the cleanup there was a bunch of people reporting that there were still molten pools of steel, and oh, yeah. under, uh, under and it. yeah under it. And uh, the beams, a lot of the beams sticking out of the the wreckage that were cut at angles, which you mm-hmm. do at a at a controlled demolition, you compromise so you can control mm-hmm. how it falls. Even and, fire- and to think, say fire- that again. Firefighters even said that they heard explosions and bombs going off. Yeah, like footage of firefighters saying that blatantly. Well, the, and and if anybody believes the official story, like what I love about all this is when they had all the 9-11 commission stuff, they they brought the the hijackers uh, passports that they found on the sidewalk that wasn't just, even burned. Sim- like, yeah. my question is, what happened to all the paper and all the supplies that were in that building? Seven? How, yeah. How does a fire happen and paperwork is flying out the building? Nothing happens. Like, yeah. But things burnt. There was no file cabinets anywhere. There was nothing really going on besides yeah. a stray drop. I've, I've heard. Like, I've heard so many. Whole, where did the whole building go? It's like yeah. it, it was like piece bits and pieces. Like it just got like into dust. And it looks like that when it drops. You can see that it almost lo- appears like it got like 
just vaporized into dust. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, what's the other one? I hear all these theories on what was in Tower Seven. I, I've heard that because you know the Jackal Island thing where we got on the Federal Reserve. Well, it was when we specifically started uh, uh, federal income tax, and then the, then we got oh. into the Federal Reserve system where basically it's it's fiat money that they can monkey with however they want. Absolutely. Um, and and but we all our gold reserves went somewhere. Like our money, our uh, the the underpinning value of of the dollar went somewhere. We got on yeah. the Federal Reserve, and all these people that made it happen. I think it was distributed amongst the families that convinced the politicians to go into this, and then they just kept what they wanted. But I, I've heard people say that there were um, in Tower Seven there were uh, documents uh, like a oh, ton of gold documents as well as some gold and. Yeah. Uh, things like that i mean it could be it could be it could be a, a cia or just some black site record place where they kept records that they wanted just to destroy it could be yeah. anything did you know that um just the day before they um reported on the news that they were about 1.3 trillion dollars in debt and the, oh no right exactly where the plane hit is the is the floor where they were doing the accounting on that yeah on thing and the funny thing is the that none of the higher-ups were there on that day anyone of importance wasn't there on that day and after two days oh and it was the pentagon as well they were also doing their accounting there for that situation as well so the the thing that hit the pentagon wasn't a plane for sure it was probably like a, a drone or something like that but there were the accounting room there and the accounting room on the world trade centers were both decimated and those yeah. were Target. I think believe those were probably at least targeted in that situation. I would I would agree. The problem I mean, went after that, the what? The problem went away after that. No one ever. It mentioned did. Yeah. Well, well, the um, uh, I remember. Let's see. I remember uh, there was a guy I knew down here that formerly owned. He's he's passed away now, but he formerly owned the property that uh, the planes uh, fell into the, that Pennsylvania farmland. That supposedly the the uh, the people overpowered the hijackers and crashed the plane intentionally. But yeah. if you look at the footage and on the news, all the official images, if you've ever seen plane wreckage, I mean, the fuselage is somewhat intact. The frame's yeah. intact. There's debris everywhere. Nothing. Nothing. It was just it was just scorched Not trenches in the ground, which just looks like they shot it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so. it I can't disagree with you there. It's absolutely what it looks like. Yeah, and then the the footage. Uh, who 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 is the guy Rumsfeld in the Pentagon that was involved? With, yeah, he was saying, "Oh well, when the when the thing hit the Pentagon, it I it shook the whole building." He it turns out from records, he wasn't even there. Really, of course. And 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 if you look at the footage we do have. I agree with you. I there like a giant a giant airliner did not do that. Uh, it it would you. Uh, there's like two frames and it yeah. just looks like a missile. Little white thing, like a tiny yeah. little white. Yeah. Not sure. And wouldn't you think that they're uh they would have cameras that would capture that? Like it's the Pentagon. You don't have it, better Exactly. You have you have cameras that have like two frames a second. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> But the yeah, um, there's just so many layers that onion. I feel like we've gotten into the age of of fast data transmission with the internet, where they can absolutely still manipulate the 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 greater public's opinion on things. Um, but 
but like they could get away with it so much easier in like the 60s and 70s where oh, yeah like, now they have to watch what they say yeah yeah and and i and i it goes back to what you're saying like you know every now and then the, ro- the royal family would dress up like nazis in at halloween it's it's like it's harder and harder for them to cover their tracks. I mean, the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was so involved with members of the Royal family was so involved with, uh, Titans of industry over here. I mean, yep. the flight logs, I mean, they're, I, I, I have a feeling they're just all creeps and psychopaths that run, run everything. Oh, for sure. That's why it's still sealed and we'll never see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny how they, they broadcasted the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial during the, I believe it was at the same time. And how is this more important than the the Ghislaine Maxwell one? Because they wow. basically they didn't film that once. Like the, it was just stupid drawings that they would show every once in a while, and it was never covered on the news. Maybe they would. Talk I'm surprised about- she hasn't committed suicide yet. Um, because her father was so important, Robert Maxwell. Wait, was I, he the? He, was he the? Um, I believe he's dead. If I'm gonna. I, I want to say, but I could did, be wrong. He involved with the Mossad or something. He had yeah. intelligence. Yeah, massage. Okay, okay. That man, yeah, it gets so it gets so crazy. And but the one thing that does encourage me about public opinion is no one believed that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Oh, absolutely. His his like vertebrae were cracked. Like, and his jail inmate was like this giant dude. (laughs) And the cameras were off. Yeah, get out of here. No one ever saw a gurney come out of the building. Yeah, it's, I, act, it's his his uh property, the island. You can actually mm-hmm. see that the only thing that they changed about it is they took the gold dome off of that little like uh, cathedral thing he had there. Yeah, that's the only yeah, thing that was, about it. It was very interesting the the uh types of decorations that was on that thing, like paintings with George Bush holding two airplanes and a yeah. gen- and two Jengas that were on the ground. Yeah. And uh, and Clinton in in drag, <laughs> Clinton in uh, what was her face? Monica Lewinsky's dress. Yes, that's right. I forgot it was her dress. And the the, jank- the, fa- the famous cum dress that the entire red, nation watched. The red shoes is a symbol of of, of like some. Uh, it's like a cult type of thing. Not like a cult, but like a secret society. The red shoes, ruby yeah. red. Shoes. Anytime you see red shoes, like you can look it up. You'll see a bunch of pictures of like elite people. They're all in red shoes. I don't know. Uh, Dorothy and uh, Wizard yeah. of Oz. Exactly. All the symbolism that uh, they do. I, I, I saw your video on um, the Oscars ceremony. And and uh, what's that old saying? It's like millionaires don't believe in God, but uh, billionaires do. And they and, and there's like so much uh, there's so much sim- symbology. And it makes sense. Like, the, the I mean, the, the the infrastructure of this country was built by Masons. Yeah. Um, and our, our, our judicial system is based on the Egyptian judicial system. Okay. See the symmetry. I mean, the, the symbology all over it, like the, the, um, the balance of justice and all that stuff. Like that was like, like Thoth, I believe had that or Anubis. Oh, the, yeah. Anubis or it was, yeah, they would weigh the heart against a white feather. And if the guy was pure then the, or if he wasn't, then the crocodile God would eat it, eat him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Great. We have uh, we have Egyptian mystics in power. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And there's um, a, a lot of old like I think in 2015 they erected a, a statue like to go into like the Balenciaga shit that's going on. Yeah. 
they 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 just put up an arch, the Arch of Baal, it's called, and oh um, uh, yeah, one in London as well. And like they say that those like Hollywood and like New and like oh well, Bale Bale, like Baal, yeah. Like if you uh, if you Balenciaga, have you seen the the picture where um, yeah, with the caution tape where it says Baal? And, oh, and, I didn't see that one. No, but it's in there. But like you'll see it, and like uh, if you put B A A L space and then Lenciaga is two different words. It yeah. says, King. And, well, yeah. And I mean, it falls, it falls right in line. Like the whole Balenciaga thing. When you look at those documents that were in their ad about, uh, a, a child abuse yeah, it, so. and, and the children in BDSM where like, who the fuck okayed that? With a drawings of Satan in the background as well. Yes. But, but the ancient Babylonian Baal worship, like it was about sacrificing your children. Exactly. And Mala it, and Mala. Well, oh, Mal. Oh yeah. It was both of them. Yeah. And the yeah. had a statue of Malak outside of their, uh, one of their entrances for a period of time. Yeah, don't uh, get me started on the Vatican. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bill, man. Well, um, what I, the one thing I, I want more than anything is the Vatican archives to be raided um, by good people that could like p- put these things in museums and it's, they have a whole treasure trove of knowledge. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. They definitely know like everything that there is to know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> then there's there's rumors that um, before the burning of Alexandria, which which was apparently planned that there were some uh, some scholars that smuggled out a large portion of the library, and it somehow found its way, the theory is it somehow found its way in Russia and was sold to one of the, the czars. And yeah. then they put it in their massive network of catacombs, and they're still looking for it because there's references to it. Because mm-hmm. I think, believe Russia was like the strongest Russian, or like the, the strongest Orthodox like version at that time like they were the strongest christian nation still at that time and i believe they were trying to save the relics and whatnot i wouldn't doubt that i i do think that old russia that they were very much um like one kind of people and it that makes a lot of sense to me uh that they because they the their the whole population is very like orthodox in general Mm -hmm. there there's very little wiggle room Uh, modern day maybe it's changed but um Man, uh, yeah. Okay, so all right. So the the uh, what do you know about the the families? What, what uh, you said a friend was talking about, or no, no, it was a girl that uncovered all the genealogies of related presidents. Oh yeah, it was it was like during I don't remember what her name was, but it was it's on my page. Um, okay, she was doing a project and just trying to like do the the backgrounds of all the presidents, and she had found that it was all related to. I don't want to say King George or something like that, but um, they were all tracked, like their DNA was traced down to this one king, except for one president. I forget exactly who it was, but um, yeah, almost literally every president except for one is related through one guy. Yeah. I knew a guy that 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 believes very wholeheartedly that um, in the seven bloodlines and, and all of that stuff where where they... We little do we know that they absolutely believe in bloodlines and the uh, uh, that power should only be given to within that. And uh, man, I it gets into it, get, it get, he was getting into a lot of stuff. He was getting into uh, what's the guy lead singer's name from the doors? Uh, Jim Morrison, the Lizard King. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his father Ever. and his involvement was starting up with the Vietnam War. I don't know oh, if yeah. that rings any bells. No, I I never really heard. I, I love Morrison. I love the Doors, but I've never actually like heard any. I never really looked too much into his like uh, lore or anything for some. Uh, if you if you look into his father uh, and the what is it called the um the Gulf of Tonkin when when they mm-hmm. ba- the CIA basically lied about what uh what was going on in the in that and and yeah. and made it made it like we were attacked and we had to go in and shut them down and blah blah blah. Uh, but I believe his, and I, I, I need to research it, but I believe his father was involved somehow in the whole Vietnam thing. Yeah. Um, but it's weird, like the, the celebrity, like, and the connections with like MK ultra style stuff. I love that. I love it. I mean, <laughs> you have, you have, I mean, look at Kanye, uh, obviously the things he's saying are, are you know, you yeah. know whatever but like if you look at the text that he keeps publishing because he's he'll just do that uh mm-hmm. the guy the guy that was threatening to keep him medicated to where he'd be a zombie um and then you have like uh the connection of of uh of what's her name britney spears and mm-hmm. and all of these like psychological conditionings that were done and basically her father uh yeah, they made broke, it they, to where she had no rights they they broke her brain she's she's in, in la la land man yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well like like in that text to kanye that guy that uh was saying all these things he's like uh uh two options use this and that and the other or we medicate you uh to where you're back in zombie land and oh time with your kids will never be this kid child visitations will never be the same like <laughs> that they want these people to fall in line oh yeah for sure and if you don't you're going bye-bye and I yeah, wouldn't be, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets uh, suicided pretty soon. Well, he's been missing for two weeks. Like oh, if you, I, yeah, that's not too long ago. Oh, that was a while ago. The Jones one and a couple others were like several weeks he, ago. Yeah, he walked. I saw one last night that he walked out on. I don't know when it was from, but yeah, yeah. you're probably. Well, his you're, publicist yeah. is saying that they can't they can't locate him. Oh shit, he's probably already. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It would be very interesting. See, he he is Dave, in that mode. Dave Chappelle is just on like the cusp right now, probably getting got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. He's he he's starting to. Well, okay, this whole thing um, about like the Jewish thing is like for a. I don't believe in in like talking about someone monolithically, especially a race, unless unless you judge them by actions. Uh, and one of the things that should be done is like if there are elites in power that are you should call them out by name like mm-hmm. the individual not now the thing the what not just the whole group of people yeah. yeah exactly so that's where i kind of fall off on on his rants but but what's very interesting i watched a video and i'll after the podcast i'll link it to you uh gotcha. uh the anti-semitic symbology in in uh, michael jackson's uh work towards the end he got if you notice he got really uh militaristic in his style towards the end and mm-hmm. he had um he had like the the red band around his arm mm-hmm. and he's on he's on recordings talking about the Jews now what i the way i, I yeah i'll i'll send it to you it's it, it's like a it's like a 20 minute small documentary but they show actual footage 
and audio of him. So it's not like just, you know, hearsay. Yeah, but what's yeah. really interesting about all of this is the consistency of those claims. Now, what I the way I'm reading it is it's obvious that uh, that a lot of people that own media companies are of Jewish descent or or at least practicing Jews. Yeah. Um, now, what's interesting is that the uh, several black artists have the same complaint. Ice Cube uh, had the same complaints. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Michael Jackson, all these guys, and they either s suddenly stop talking about it or they just keep talking about it. And then they, you know, Michael Jackson dies or... Yeah. Uh, and it, but it goes into uh, one of the guys that threatened him saying that because there was some deal that fell through and, and Michael wasn't having any other shit anymore. So uh, this guy left a message on someone's phone that that they've recorded. And he's mm -hmm. like, uh, this was before the pedophilia allegations against Michael. And he said, you will not. But he has no idea what's coming. He's like. He in just just a little bit of time, his world is going to be upside down, and he will not know what happened. And then the trials happened, and then oh. that that didn't stop it. So then he dies. Yeah. Who, <laughs> um, Aaron, about it? Who? Aaron Carter. No, I believe Aaron Carter came out, and he was uh, he was on a, a recent not recent podcast because he's he passed away, but um, mm -hmm. he was talking about how that happened and how. One day after, like, uh, he, he was hanging out at Michael's house. He might have had a sleepover or something. Mm -hmm. And his, when they get back, his mother's acting weird. They're in the car, and they go to a hotel room. They're like, why don't we just go home? That's what he's saying to his mother. And he's, she's like, oh, come on, come on. And she drags him into a hotel room with four, let's say, I guess, FBI agents or something. And the, she's, he's, she's, like, basically trying to tell him, like, oh, what happened when you were there? Like, trying to coerce him into saying that he touched him and stuff like that. And they were, and the, the agents were also saying, "Oh, he he did something to you." This, that's the other thing. So they were trying to put that story into works with Aaron Carter, and obviously it didn't work out with him, as far as I know. But um, yeah, a lot of those allegations, I'm sure, were fueled in the same way. But um, get him to me, shut up. Yeah, right. But yeah. Um, me personally, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the situation if he did or did or did not do anything. But I, um, I personally think that he's a child at mind. He was a child at mind, yeah. and that he physically capable of doing such things to children yeah i don't yeah doing, it's like one of those things where huh? weirdo. it was a weirdo for sure he was he was strange <laughs> oh sure but uh and the hanging the kid over the balcony thing was definitely that weird. was that was strange behavior but uh i think tom brady is uh kind of slipping into that weird zone as well because i don't know if you saw his pictures on uh a new year's eve with his son he had him on his lap like it was just like a picture of his son's lap on top of his like exact like lap and then him kissing him on the back of the head saying Isn't i love he the one that everyone makes fun of for kissing his, his kids on the lips dude that's one thing for me that I, <laughs> I get behind it like i can't stand people who do that like who kiss people. yeah that's that's a that's boundary that parents absolutely a lot of people uh, need to set up like it, you strange. can't do that you're gonna get their wires crossed at some point yeah it's very strange i've always thought it was weird and i'm definitely will never be that person <laughs> <laughs> me neither yeah the uh what's interesting about tom brady isn't he the one that's now like he lost so much money on that ftx thing oh yeah he's he might be going to court for that he might be getting yeah big... yeah that he, Cause... he from what i heard he's he's lost his wealth through that entirely I the way though the one thing that I heard he lost a substantial amount like it will hurt him amount. 
the divorce might have did a lot of that too. Maybe, maybe. Oh wait, there he's getting divorced. Yeah, she left him already. I didn't know that. I see. I I don't follow it too often, but I this, knew. Th- I believe he spent New Year's night alone, and she was in the Bahamas with the kids. I believe. Oh wow! And got them, and that picture happened. I believe. Where he That's was, crazy, where- man. That top it gets all weird. Like you've got, um, like one thing that I've noticed is, um. Back when they were doing the MK Ultra stuff, they clearly like uh, there's a book called Chaos where this guy goes through and documents a lot of what they were doing at leading up to the Charles Manson stuff. And one of the things he he the one of the stories was, I mean, Project Moonlight, where they had uh, the brothel, the CIA had a brothel with yeah, two way mirrors that they were dosing Johns with. Yep. Um, and. But they were absolutely because we know that trauma, like a tra- traumatic event, your brain creates a barrier uh, yeah. to to protect you from that memory. So mm-hmm. what they're they were trying to do is they were trying to use drugs and hypnotism to figure out how to encode a message into the core of you and then create a trauma that masks it. So you go out yeah. in the world and you operate generally until uh, the the uh, the hypnotic suggestion phrase is uttered. This is where we get the Maturian candidate stuff. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. And 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 what's interesting is a lot of celebrities and all these people have very strange connections to like doctors that that write prescriptions for them. And I wouldn't surprise me if they're on strange things like the Virginia Tech shooter. A lot of people believe that psychiatrist was a was a CIA handler. That yeah. was a lot of that was a lot of people say that a lot of their psychiatrists are in that situation, and I and Kanye actually said that as well, that he yeah. said his his uh, doctor had prescribed him an extremely high dose of Valium, mm-hmm. and if he had taken it, he would have died because it would have been an overdose. And uh, he tried to question. He was like, "No, no, no." And then like he went to someone else, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, you you would die if you would have taken that, <laughs> or lost That's your mind." Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, no wonder these these celebrities are absolutely insane by the end of their career. Mm-hmm. Like they've lost all their marbles cause they've been drugged to death. And uh, who knows what else is going on? Like uh, I know I, I have a friend that told me this story. So uh, she worked in Nashville and Nashville is a big hub for like musicians and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, her sister knew a guy that was going to school for music here or something. And every now and then there are these people that approach uh, uh, people that move here and ask mm-hmm. them kind of they act all friendly and they they get down to the core of it. And they ask, well, do you do you have any family around here? Or what? And they kind of they, they isolate people that don't have family or, or support systems down here. Yeah. And then and then they uh, what she said, this guy said. So this is like a game of telephone here. So, yeah, you know, but she said that uh, that there was a guy that was. um that was approached by these people and then every now and then would disappear. And one day he woke up to these people in a room where they would take him and, and uh, they were wanting him to do certain things and suggesting all these things to him. And he finally protested and said no to them. And then they threatened him with like, like crazy things like rape and, and, and all of this stuff. And, and he was foggy and in and out apparently on something that they gave him. And then when he utterly resisted and said, I'll, I'll kill you if you do this or that to where he wasn't a, he wasn't a willing participant in this, all of a sudden that all disappeared. They disappeared and and he was never bothered again, but, uh, he apparently had like, uh, clearly, uh, psychological harm 
after that. I, I, I the only thing I know is that he he really wasn't the same after that. But yeah. I wouldn't I w- it wouldn't surprise me if there's like these sleeper cells of these experiments going on all around us. Like oh, when you see child trafficking or if you see these vans that every now and then they uncover and they're completely soundproofed and have oxygen tanks running into them, like the police will record these things and post them on TikTok. It's yep. like that's they're, they're transporting people. Like, what is this? Yep. And that's not to mention how we have all these underground uh, tunnel systems. Yeah all the stuff that we, we don't know what's going on. Cause I, I wouldn't put it past the country that we have an entire system of underground tunnels from one coast to another and everywhere else. Cause yeah. they have these underground dumps, the, yeah, like the, like the, the underground military facilities, deep mm-hmm. underground military base is what a dumb is. But um, yeah, and they're all connect- interconnected. And if going into what you said uh, originally about the the one thing I had posted where there was a lot of sediment and then basically Mm -hmm. tunnels, you could find that anywhere. Like there's a bunch of pictures of people trying to excavate a building and they'll find a whole subway system under it, like from however long ago, whatever. And a lot of these things get repurposed. And I believe a lot of these tunnels that they say they're making are already made because under the New York subway system, there's two more levels of subway system that are not working and don't you they don't use and there's plenty of other ones that are literally under everything and wow. who's using these for what yeah <laughs> be that easy you know uh, i i know i know uh uh vanderbilt uh in in nashville has a, a huge network of tunnels and there's only a few you can go in but but what's interesting is it's that era like the the vanderbilts when and what's what's really interesting is Vanderbilt mm-hmm. University was built by I forget the the dude's name, but his last name is Vanderbilt, obviously. And yeah. he uh, he famously never even visited the the place that he supposedly built. Mm-hmm. But there's also there's also like tons of tunnels under it, and um uh that's and there oh uh in in Texas same thing. Uh, there's a lot of tunnels near universities, um, uh, and then you've got uh. You've got like you know the whole Denver airport and, oh, and yeah. I, what I've heard is like every major city has has tunnels linking them to one another. Oh. Yeah, and if there if there it was like you know mud flood sediment, these things that you were talking about, how they are making new tunnels, they're probably just old tunnels that they're cleaning out. Exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of excavation like evidence you can see in these old photos from like the 1890s to the 19 like 20s of them, what it looks like excavating certain buildings, but it just looks like they're clearing off something from that was there way yeah. below much longer period of time. Because a lot of these these Tartarian mud flood buildings, there's still layers below the ground that are not there. Like that okay. they, But who puts a window in a basement, you know? Exactly, like, yeah. I've seen those photos. All over, everywhere. No matter where you go, they're everywhere. Even small towns, like on hills especially. Like why would that be? It kind of almost gives it away perfectly that something had to have happened and they just rebuilt because there's yeah. so many pictures to to prove that something overcame these buildings and yeah. especially in a hill setting because how could why who builds a basement window on a hill like that on an angle like i was in stone masonry for years and i did a lot of construction and this that's just not something people would do <laughs> you know? well um See, all right, the one thing that I'm unfamiliar with is the Tartarian thing. So yeah. is it thought to be a continent or, or a, a piece of 
is thought to be a worldwide civilization that okay. conquers most of the world and is being suppressed by um, the powers that be. Okay. But there are CIA documents to prove that Russia was trying to suppress the Tartarian um, uh, peoples from like their region to take credit for everything that had happened in that region. And um, there's plenty of maps from let's say 1400 all the way up to 1800. And I have a lot of, maybe a hundred of them that have Tartary uh, that take over the entire Asian area of the continent and um, just pretty much everywhere. But the thing, a lot of thing that a lot of people don't know about Tartaria is, is that its original name was Scythia. I'm sure you've heard of Scythia, but there's yeah. Scythia and Tartaria. When you look at the oldest maps possible, have you ever heard of Hyperborea? Sounds familiar, but it's not, nothing's registering. A landmass of pretty much every, like Pangea type deal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in the center, which would be the North Pole, not the South Pole, all of the main continents converge in that area and there would be considered Hyperborea. And like it would be considered the four rivers, like the Euphrates, this, that, the other thing that come out of heaven. And heaven would be right above um, Hyperborea. Like there's like a lot of old maps show like an entrance from that area towards as if like the North Pole is an entry point to these these specific areas. And um whatchamacallit, where was I? But yeah, Tartaria. There's still on maps, there's Chinese Tartaria, there's fucking Russian Tartaria, there's all sorts of Tartarias everywhere. Like even on North American maps, there's not many, but Tartaria is listed in these areas. There's even old cities on old maps called like for instance in Chicago, there's Chalaga, which can be literally dated in a book to be from another civilization. But the main thing about Tartaria is, is that they base it on the it's it basically goes hand in hand with mud flood and, and the buildings. Because all the buildings in this area, if you look at any World's Fair, they claim that they were built with plaster, like a plaster of Paris and like wood and all this stuff. But if they were all made that way, how come some are still standing and they're made out of pure marble? Yeah. But like it's either the Tartarians or the Moors who had made all these buildings on this continent. But basically, just to simplify it, is Tartaria was a lost civilization that had power over pretty much all the world in a peaceful setting and everything like that. Like it was basically like uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the 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 thousand years of the reign of the millennial reign of Christ, where yes. it was and everything in my personal belief if any of these things coincide i believe that the tartarian period which would be the um the inheritors period as well like right at right in that time period is where um everything switched and like maybe tartaria was from before that time because there's um a mathematician called um uh fomenko who says that a lot of time a lot of our time has been added on like like years about I don't know, like you know how some coins it'll, it'll look like it's not at one in front of it it'll be like six six ninety three it was like looked like the year six ninety three he believes that they've taken at least a thousand years off of our timeline which I've is heard what, I've heard that and and the like, uh, the Pope it would it, I've heard that that theory associated with one of the popes that like compressed time and like so his reign Gregor could be the Gregorian calendar and changed everything with it and. Just to, to add on to that, Chris, Christmas used to be on May, May or March 25th. That used to be the new year, March or May. And they changed it for whatever reason to, it wasn't even originally January 1st. Caesar originally changed it to January 3rd. And then somehow it ended up being the first. 
but everything kind of goes hand in hand. They're trying to like, everything is kind of like pointing you in a different direction just to confuse you, you know? Yeah. And, um, I believe that that thousand years that's added the dark, I would say it would be the dark ages that they don't know anything about could have possibly been the millennial reign of Christ. And that we're living in the period after that. I don't know how well, you know, this, this like theory of like from the Bible, but yeah, I do. After that, that period of time, there's a short period where Satan rules rules on us for a short. It literally says just a short period. And I think that we're in that time right now, giving everything that's going on. So like tribulation era. Yeah. Kind of like right before it, you know? Yeah. Now they're, uh, they're, you know, man, that would be terrifying. <laughs> that would be yeah. awful. Uh, I know what you're saying though. Uh, yeah. the, so, all right. I like, that's the thing with the Tartaria thing. There's been a lot of archeology, especially the kind of like alt archeology span they're trying. I mean, they, un, they believe that there was a, uh, a, a multi-continent civilization at one point. Yeah. Um, you've got, um, you've got stuff that we uncover once in a while. That's like clearly from Europe and mm -hmm. it's, and it's it, it, the dates don't line up or yeah. you have like the, you know, like go Tepe with, you know, it, it was intentionally buried roughly 12,000 yeah. years ago. Then you mm -hmm. have all of these micro diamonds that, that they get everywhere where they pretty much agree around 12,000 years ago, there was some impact they yeah. blasted like micro uh micro diamonds into the atmosphere. Uh -huh. Man, the one thing that I want to know so much about is Antarctica. It's just who knows what's under that ice. Yeah, I know. Well, they did surveys and they did drill and they said that uh well there was a there's a, a lesser known operation that that was done that I only honestly learned about recently, and it was called Operation Nanook. And okay. it was where they went into the Antarctic and Greenland area, like Antarctica, Greenland, like in, in those two areas. And they were drilling down to see what was under the ice. And they had found uh, not frozen, but flash frozen tropical plants in those areas at the time. And it's like, I don't know if you know about a lot of the stuff about Admiral Byrd that goes hand in hand with like yes. Halloween, and but ad, no, a lot of things that uh, nobody knows about Byrd is, is that he was a 33rd degree Mason, master Mason. And he had created the first lodge in Antarctica. It was called the um, the 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 group or something of the penguin, like the the something. Okay. Of the, and uh, yeah, I only recently learned recently learned about that. But he was a Freemason, and a lot of things they'd also don't know about him is he was an avid novelist. Like he didn't write, he didn't like publish books or anything, but he did like to write stories. So. You don't necessarily know if that could have been some sort of story he wrote about going into the hollow earth and all that. But um, he's not the first person to say things of that sort. And why exactly would the Nazis be so interested up there if it wasn't something special? But yeah, they, I, there's claims that they found remnants of massive, massive trees. And like I've heard accounts from people from um, that area saying that when they would do drill cores that they would just see layers and layers and layers of trees that were flash frozen. So something must've happened. I believe that possibly a pole shift maybe Yeah. during the last ice age, it just switched over and what was, what was tropical flipped over and, and it isn't tropical anymore. But, um, so like my belief, like the climate change thing that's going on right now, I believe that all climate change is just cyclical. Like it happens. Yeah. 
often. It's not caused by anything. I don't think that we're, I'm sure, yes, people are causing a huge impact, but I don't think it's enough to affect the Earth's entire environmental system when it does this on its own every so often. It's proven in history and like everything that you can yeah. see that time there was many ice ages not too long ago, like 10,000 years ago, there was an ice age. Um, and even before that, you could see all these things that like even massive, like humongous trees and like just animals flash frozen that they've never seen before in Antarctica during this trip. But um, I have a lot of footage from um, Admiral Byrd's work and like going up there that because like, a lot of people just go on YouTube and look for things, but that's not where you're going to find stuff that people haven't seen before. If you want to find something good, you want to go into the National Archives of like the country itself, like the USA National Archives. And I found a lot of clips that were not available beforehand. And like you can see certain things that like it doesn't, it looks as if there's certain green areas and like where there could be like different types of animals living there. Like not like how he described it in his, his book or whatever, in his uh, journal, but that there's areas where it could potentially sustain life. And he was on a show called Longines Chronoscope. And um, in like 1957, it was on like Colgate Hour, I believe the show was called. And uh, he had said, like, regardless if the world is flat, whatever anyone believes in, that on the opposite side of middle America, not little America in McMurdo, middle America, like the United States, is a landmass bigger, if not double the size of the American continent, untouched by humankind entirely with minerals and resources that would sustain us for the rest of our for the rest of time. And if, if there was no conspiracy, I think that that is what they would be protecting from the general population with the Antarctic Treaty and such to know that well, those resources are there. So we can, they can, we can go through these constant cycles of, Oh, are we running out of food? Are we running out of this? Are we running out of that? When we probably have it sitting in Antarctica, they found several thousand, um, deposits of coal and all that stuff and I, I don't know if you remember but trump was really big on coal when he was uh in in office he was always talking about oh i want to switch everything back to coal who knows if he found out something about that but i don't know if you you remember the podesta emails yeah <laughs> and that yeah. stuff came there was a folder in those emails that was written in chinese there was chinese lettering i never uh at the time this was a long time ago i looked at this i never um deciphered what the chinese was but there was photos from Antarctica in it of all these strange areas and what looked like it could have possibly been an entrance into a lower area and just like green areas and whatnot. And what looked like it could have been a warm geothermal like lake or something like that. And uh, you just really don't know. It's a complete mystery up there. But um, there's definitely something special and something they don't want us to know about up there if they're if every country in the world, like the 150 countries or whatever it is, agreed to not let civilians go there, something special must be happening. Or I would some... agree. That's a very odd thing for a whole bunch of countries at war with one another. The first order of business is to to, to ban civilians from Antarctica yep. uh, under that treaty. And then uh, it's interesting that like uh, John Kerry and the Pope can go, but I can't. I mean, we can go to Antarctica. I was just going to bring this up. We okay. can. A lot of people, like a lot of the Globers, I'm not a flat earther, but I, I tend to like try to be an intermediate. And uh, a lot of the Globers say, oh, you can take a cruise there. You can do this. You can do that. But you're only going to one little sliver 
of Antarctica. It's not like you're getting to travel the whole thing. Even Mr. Beast, he went there recently and did a video. I don't know if you have the YouTube guy, Mr. Beast. It's like super now forgiving to like the poor and whatnot. But he went there and he was only allowed to go around a certain area. And for example, in the North Pole, um, you know how you can go and take a picture with the North Pole, the silver one? That's not the actual physical North Pole. That's just the ceremonial North Pole. Like the North Pole is much further. Like uh, in these situations, like they're only sh they're saying it's one thing, but it's another. So who knows where the actual South and North Poles are, but they're they're not where they're saying they are, especially to civilians. Interesting, man. I just have so many questions. I know that they made all those illustrations and it was circulating. That that's the thing. I like that you were talking about how there could be just a ton of natural resources. Uh, because that would be a motive. Like a lot of conspiracy theories, I'm like, well, why? Well, why? What's the purpose of of doing this or that? Now that that would be a motive. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. As like that would, if there was no conspiracy whatsoever, and if you wanted to just take it into a, a simple, why would they do that in a legal sense? That would be the best possible thing I could think of. Because Admiral Byrd blatantly says it that there's endless natural resources there on TV. So if he said that on TV at that time, and then he got silent, he, he not let's not say he got silenced, but they told him to to chill out on the stuff he was saying to like reporters and such. Yeah, and after that interview, he he they did retired, he, like very, radio quiet. Yep, he wasn't allowed to talk about nothing after that. Oh, man. So I'm I'm impressed. Okay, so the the photos. Uh, the beyond the barrier photos uh, mm. on, on there. What are those stuff you've dug out of the archives? Um, a lot of it's from a lot of different places, but I do look in a lot of government areas and uh, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to implicate myself, but sometimes I go on the dark web and yep. look for stuff, but um, it, you can pretty much find what I'm finding. If you dug deep enough into the government stuff and you look okay. for the right things and whatnot, because you can go to CIA.com right now and look up all sorts of stuff. You'll find the, the, the Tartaria document where they say that Russia is covering up their history. Literally, blatantly. You can go right to their site. You can go to um, this, I don't know if it's CIA. No, NASA. It's either NASA or CIA.com where you can literally go there and it'll give you – actually, I'm sorry. There's a, you can go to those sites and do this, but there, there's this one website that compiled everything for you. And it's called 15 uh, NASA proves that the Earth is flat, where they say that the Earth is flat and immovable in all sorts of scientific um, like experiments, like 15 separate ones where it says flat, the Earth is a flat non-rotating surface. And just that alone is something that's completely insane. And I've showed it to my followers, and there's still people who are like, no way. But it's coming straight. It's coming straight from NASA. Yeah. And another thing about that is Werner von Braun. I don't know if you've ever seen his gravestone. His gravestone says Psalms 19:1 on it. Do you know what that is? Uh, not off the top of my head. It, no. Uh, just vaguely, it's um, something something. Uh, blah blah blah. And the firmament show with his handiwork. Where we're yeah. Literally Firmament show with his handiwork. Why would a rocket scientist taking people to the moon write about a solid feature in the sky that you couldn't pass? Psalm uh, one nineteen nineteen one. 
and you're, gonna have, you're gonna have to look at an older version because they changed it to expanse uh the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmament showeth his handiwork american standard version yeah uh then there i i have like several different versions on yeah this, the different but... where they changed the how the word gets changed because the original like in the hebrew bible it's called rakia like r-a-k-i-a r-i-k-i-a or something like that where which means hard um like dome surface basically i've heard uh and i've seen video it's like one of those things where it's like i have no way of verifying its source but uh i there were videos of people taking uh blue kind of clear-ish stone from antarctica and and but then I, I, they yeah and then they would say that by the time it would get to labs uh would, in warmer climates it would evaporate yeah i was i was just uh i actually was gonna bring it up but yeah that's a real thing you i mean i don't know i can't confirm it as well as you i'm sure you're still right. the same uh, is an old lady in her backyard was that the thing you saw where she said something fell from the sky and she picked it up and it was basically oh, just maybe maybe yeah there was the one that I watched had several clips of stuff. Yeah, but this one was it's just the lady and she's like, it came straight from the sky. There was no planes above. And like she said that it was. I mean, I don't think she touched it or anything, but she said it was basically. Evaporated within a couple of seconds or something like that, but it was a huge block of blue ice or something. And like there is um, I believe that scientists are studying blue and white ice in antarctica right now like they they are studying two different types of ice and that may be one but I know. A, have you ever heard of operation fishbowl uh-uh. fishbowl um just first of all take the name for what it is fishbowl right basically if you flip it around and put our land on top of it we're in a flat earth but um that's when they were shooting it actually this exact thing was called operation dominic under operation fishbowl fishbowl where they were shooting nukes into the sky and seeing like what it would look like but there's a couple clips right under the dominic version where you'll see that it hits something and it blows back as if there oh, was whoa. as if something was blocking it and i have it on my page and all that stuff but um it all the other ones just look like a a, a red explosion circular ball in the sky and it dissipates and like explodes outwards this one looks like it hit something and half the sphere got cut and it started blowing back towards where it was in a in like a bluish color like a bluish purplish color wow ever know yeah man this stuff is just this stuff just itches my curiosity it's like I don't go like super hard nosed about anything, but I'm I absorb as much as I can. Yeah, um, it fault with everything too. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I try not to put people. Will be like, I'll get like followers and stuff that'll say, "Why do you post this flatter like BS?" And I'm like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, some people are really into it. There's a lot of interesting aspects to it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen proof of either like actual like proof of either like any space video you can see yeah uh, in cgi like it's not like that's a lie even nasa people say yes we we have to make it cgi because it's taken with radio cameras or something like that and like they piece them together and whatnot but um yeah it's just extremely questionable in all aspects (laughs) no matter what it is yeah i would think that it would be problematic if the entire uh uh 
society we're, we're doing what we're doing and and uh just very interested in all the all the cracks of i don't know whatever you call this uh yeah yeah it just goes back to what we were talking about earlier it 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 it's not it's 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 not uh, advantageous for people in power to have a whole bunch of people like really interested and in digging around in things and yep um that's why they label us conspiracy theorists when the jfk thing happened even yeah. though oh, proven that 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 actually happened it is it's it's effective <laughs> yeah it really is oh man well if you, that if you're labeled then nobody believes anything you say again oh absolutely yeah they're not you could show them empirical evidence of something and they will still call you crazy no matter what so i try to keep on the line as much as i can yeah yeah i i that's what i like um i mean and i'll uh i'll post your links on this episode uh question antiqu antiquity and uh yeah you've got you you're you're doing really well on uh instagram and and tiktok and and you also have a youtube so i don't really use it too much but i want to get more into it when i start yeah. making I'm going to start going into doing things more of like instead of just voiceovers and, and putting myself into it as well and going more in depth into certain things. Cause right now I'm kind of doing short clips and whatnot, but I plan on expanding beyond that point. Yeah. You, uh, you could do like basically PowerPoint presentation. It, it would be great. I mean, there's a lot of people that like uh, a good hub where a whole bunch of information is just laid out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try some, I'm I'm starting to try to actually put everything into categories like videos and whatnot on the Instagram and whatnot. But Instagram is actually starting to give me the idea that I'm going to get shadow bans again soon because I had an account before this that I called question history and they shadow banned me almost like immediately. So I have noticed like, I've noticed words like history get looked at more. Yeah, like anything that has to do with history and like all that stuff is they vet it. And like Facebook's not like that really for some reason, unless you really blatantly say something that like, like if you like say, oh, this is 100% fact, but like Instagram is the worst with it. I've never gotten a complaint from Facebook about any flat earth con content or anything of, of like that, unless it had like guns in it or something, yeah. which I one video with a gun in it, but they gave me a warning. But Instagram, not even if I ask a simple question, it'll still get flagged, like no matter what. So interesting, but TikTok it's getting there too with the censoring. They're starting to get into it as well. When I first got on TikTok, I have like a lot of art videos, and there were so many that I got. I got all these um, not bands that, but they would basically uh, block my videos, and yeah. uh, it was it was getting really frustrating. And then for some reason, recently my stuff uh, is way more looked at. Like it it it's not. Um, I don't know. They it it feels like I have less. Hey, there's deer. Uh, yeah, more engagement. Yeah, it and it doesn't seem like I haven't been getting any warnings uh, lately. And yeah. TikTok lives, man, that's the wild west. I think what's happening, or at least what I've seen, is that there's so many people on it. The system can't keep up. Yeah, with everything. Like, but there so. are rhythms right on top of it. Yeah, like even face Facebook will uh, sometimes they'll put like climate uh climate warnings on stuff yeah. that has nothing to do with climate that i'll post but that's about as far as it'll go i haven't really gotten any warnings from them yeah you got to get good at, especially with youtube you got to get good at code words 
Oh, because yeah. the, the they'll they'll immediately slap a Wikipedia article like, under your video. The only thing about me is I don't like messing around with like the way things are spelt and stuff. But I, I know what you're saying. I know that it's absolutely like it works. But I'd rather just like word it in a completely different way than like yeah. make myself look like illiterate. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah. a lot of a lot of people will spell shit wrong and still post it, and I'm just yeah. like, no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah. You you want quality. You want quality in your work. I don't blame you. It's like it's so hard to get around the 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 filters. Yep. You know, this was this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed myself for sure. Awesome. Well, um, is there anything you want to say to the audience? Uh, Shout out whatever you want. Just plug your stuff. Well, yeah. Just thank you for having me, and um, come check me out. I'm on all platforms as Question Antiquity. and yeah, just thank you again. I had a great time. I'm glad you, and thank you for watching. I appreciate absolutely. it. Thank absolutely. You for yeah, absolutely. I, I love your page. I love your stuff. I, I, I highly suggest the audiences listening to go check it out. He's got a, a myriad of topics that he, he covers and uploads and, and very consistently it's, it's pretty good stuff. So, but Danny, it's been awesome having you on. Yep. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> Yes.